Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, August 9th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A production of Shakespeare's comedy The Merry Wives of Windsor is being performed in St. Louis Parks all month and imagines the 500-year-old play as an original TV sitcom. The thing with 1990 sitcoms is that you see a lot of those familiar tropes that you also see in Shakespeare that he sort of created some of those tropes, so it blends very well. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin speaks with the play's director about how she retooled a classic comedy. Two small municipalities in St. Louis County have decided to become one. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports. Voters in Normandy and Glen Echo Park each approve the proposed merger by wide margins. The two towns are already in the same school and fire protection districts, and Normandy provides policing services to its smaller neighbor. The merger will officially take effect in February. Glen Echo Park's 122 residents will become part of Normandy's fourth ward. They will have a non-voting representative on Normandy City Council until municipal elections in April. Property tax rates will remain almost the same, although Glen Echo Park residents will start paying a sales tax on utilities. Normandy residents, meanwhile, will start paying a higher sewer lateral fee. But officials said that was likely to happen even without the merger. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says the federal government is taking a radioactive waste site in Weldon Spring seriously. She visited that site yesterday during a stop in the St. Louis area. There are uh, a variety of entities in the federal government that are responsible for sites here in, uh, in the St. Louis area, and we want to make sure that we're doing right by people. Granholm insists the site needs to be cleaned up. Missouri Governor Mike Parson has signed legislation to help the state recruit and retain young talent. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports the new law encourages businesses to increase the number of interns or apprentices they employ. The Intern and Apprentice Recruitment Act does this by offering tax incentives for companies that add interns or apprentices to their payrolls. Businesses can claim $1,500 per new paid intern or apprentice up to $9,000. Parson says this will help make Missouri more competitive in attracting businesses. No company is going to come to your state if you're not doing two things. I'm just telling you right now. If you don't have the workforce and you're not doing something to prepare it for tomorrow, they're not coming. It's that simple. Research shows the majority of companies offer their interns a full-time job. Parson says the law will also help retain students who study at the many universities in the state. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. The Melville Fire Protection District Station 2 is the first place in Missouri to receive a safe haven baby box. It's built into the station's exterior and allows a mother to safely and anonymously surrender a newborn. Once the baby is placed in the clear bassinet, a first responder will take the child to a hospital. Millville Fire Protection District Station 2 Chief Brian Hendricks says it's a safe option for struggling mothers. Where there's a safe haven baby box, everybody inside that building is understanding. Everybody inside that building, there's no judgment. If, if a woman is, is to a point where that is the best decision, then we're here to support that. And we'll make sure that that baby is taken care of. The box is available 24-7. Faith leaders and experts will discuss public safety and policies in communities of color today at the Progressive National Baptist Convention in St. Louis. Organizers say people must get involved in their communities to break the cycle of gun violence. 
St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. The organization's leaders are hosting a town hall meeting at 2 p.m. to discuss ways to prevent gun violence. They'll also talk about how to advocate for better gun control laws to minimize mass shootings. The family of Michael Brown Jr. will join faith leaders and community organizers to highlight how local organizing groups can help reduce police violence. The Reverend Daryl Gray is the convention's social justice director. The reality is post-Mike Brown, we can continue to talk about excessive use of force by police. So we're trying to address these issues so that it does not get worse. The town hall meeting also will address ways the Black church can lead gun violence prevention movements. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Shakespeare Festival actors are spending the month performing in 24 public parks. They are presenting a free 90-minute version of the Shakespeare comedy The Merry Wives of Windsor in the style of a TV sitcom with references to 1990s pop culture and corny sound cues. The central character is English knight Sir John Falstaff, a source of comic relief in Shakespeare's history plays. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin asked director Suki Peters why Shakespeare revived this supporting character and wrote a whole play around him. It's rumored that the Queen wanted Shakespeare to write another play with Falstaff because he is a very well-loved character. It's a Falstaffian spinoff. It's, it's, it's like Joey from Friends. <laughs> the thing with 1990 sitcoms is that you see a lot of those familiar tropes that you also see in Shakespeare that he sort of created some of those tropes, so it blends very well. Let's talk about the story here. Sure. It centers around two married women, right. Mistress Ford and Mistress Page. Mm-hmm. They are best friends that live next door to each other. And Falstaff is thinking that maybe he can romance these women and basically get their husband's money. Uh-huh. So then they want to teach him a lesson. They're like, this guy is trying to pull wool over eyes. Let's, let's play along. They basically set him up. They mm-hmm. give him these times to meet and then plan for them to be caught accidentally. <laughs> She shall not see me. Uh, I'll ensconce me behind the arch. Pray you do so. She's a very tattling woman. Oh, Mrs. Ford, what have you done? Oh, alas, what's the matter? Your husband is coming hither, woman, <gasps> to search for such a gentleman as he says is here now in the house. Tis not so, I hope. There are scenarios in this play that I think are familiar to anyone who's seen an episode of Three's Company. (laughs) That's exactly right. Right. Yeah. Uh, All kinds of hijinks. What kind of situations remind you of that? The trying to put on a disguise and badly (laughs) try to sneak out of a situation or try to hide. Um, How does he hide? How does he hide? Yeah. Imagine a huge, gross laundry basket with soiled linens and all of the grossest laundry that you need to do that just needs to really be disinfected. Here's a scene with Mistress Page and Mistress Ford. They're played by Michelle Hand and Christina Yancey. And they're with Falstaff, who's played by Carl Overly Jr. And the ladies are trying to get Falstaff out of the house in the most embarrassing way possible. Why, look, here is a basket. If he be of any reasonable stature, he may creep in there, throw foul linen upon him, as if going to bucking. So he's too tall to go in there. (laughs) What shall I do? Let me see it. Let me see it. Oh, let me see it. Uh, I'll in, I'll in. Uh, Follow your friend's counsel, I'll in. Why, Sir John Falstaff? I love thee. 
Uh, 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 help me away. Uh, I'll creep in here. Don't speak. In the basket. And then there's Mistress Quickly. Mm-hmm. She passes messages back and forth. She's sort of a messenger. She's played by Ray Davis. She is. She's so good. Here's a scene where Quickly is telling Falstaff that both of the women are madly in love with him and that he's just so desirable that he's put them in this big dilemma and they don't know what to do now. Hear the long and short huh? of it. <laughs> Mrs. Page hath her hearty commendations yeah. to you, too. Uh-huh. And she bade me to tell that her husband... Mm, mm, mm is seldom from home. Uh-huh. But she does hope that there will come a time. Oh, I've never seen a woman so dope on a man. I think you have charms <laughs> lying true. Not I, I assure thee. Uh, setting the attractions of my good parts aside, mm. I have no other charms. <laughs> well, blessing on your heart for it. It has a lot of good lessons in it, like trusting, like listening to people, like trusting women specifically, and then also the redemption and the joy and the inclusion at the end, right? Like they do this to all help him learn and to grow. That's theater director Suki Peters speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin. Our David Casares edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.